Welcome to this rebroadcast of Hope in the Night. We hope that the content of this program brings you biblical hope and practical help. Now here's Hope in the Night with June Hunt. Welcome to Hope in the Night, late night talk radio offering biblical hope and practical help and on the air now for over 25 years. I'm Jeff Oliver here with author and speaker June Hunt. June, I think many people, if you said the word guilt, they would think, well, I know what that's what that means, what we're talking about there, but not a lot of people know that there are different types of guilt. And so could you mm-hmm. walk us through some of that? Well, I, I will say that I'm, I'm going to mention something that was much earlier in my life. I, I, I always thought guilt was not good. I mean, nobody wants to feel guilty. And uh, later I learned um, there was something I was doing in my life, and I, I didn't feel guilty. And I had become a Christian, and I knew I should feel guilty, but I didn't. I couldn't understand why. And um, so I, I'll just say, first of all, there can be confusion um, because... Is our guilt uh, a loving instrument of God used to convict us, to correct us, to conform us to the character of Christ when we go astray? Um, Or is guilt an issue of shame and blame and feeling condemnation when we actually do feel guilty? And it kind of strikes a, a blow to our hearts. Uh, what I want, I would say is, first of all, I believe that guilt, true guilt, is a positive gift from God. Hmm. When we need to be convicted, like I did, I had a pattern of lying. I had it from childhood because I lied about, I was told how to tell my upbringing. I was told how to um, say my name. It was a fictitious last name I grew up with. But I couldn't understand why later I had difficulty with lying. I was definitely confused, but I I knew I should feel guilty, but I didn't. Um, And that is because I, I realized I was trying to uh, survive and protect my mom from terrible treatment. And um, if I could, if I needed to lie to, to survive or to, to keep, keep her from uh, being treated, mistreated, then I felt justified. And that, while that, that's understandable, a lot of people grew up surviving. But then later, becoming a Christian, I knew I needed to not lie. And uh, because I wasn't now protecting my mom, I was trying to protect me for just saying things that were wrong. So there is such a thing as true guilt when we really are guilty of uh, wrong. We are at fault. And so we need to feel true guilt as a result of, of sin. And when we are guilty, we, there's a penalty. We, we, we need to literally repent 
which means you're going one direction, you're driving one direction, and you, you turn. If you're on the wrong way of a one-way street, you've got to turn. We should go turn or else we're in trouble. Now, there is false guilt. False guilt is when you're, you're blaming, well, I'll, I'll say it's based on um, self-condemning feelings that you've not lived up to somebody else's expectations. And you may not be guilty at all, but if somebody else expected you to do something, or, or let me say it another way, you can have false guilt when you have forgiven Excuse me. You have been forgiven for your sin. Uh, you've 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 repented. You're you're not committing wrong. But if you continue to blame yourself after you've confessed and turned from your sin, then you're not living in the freedom that God gives us. God, in fact, I, I love the scripture. I know it's kind of strange to love this scripture, but it's in Isaiah 53, verse 6. All we like sheep have gone astray. Each of us has turned to our own way. But the Lord laid on him, and that would imply Jesus, the sin of us all. So it does not surprise God that we have sinned. We all have sinned. But to continue to blame yourself again and again and again when you're not committing, either where you haven't committed a wrong or when you've continued to blame yourself after you've confessed your sin and turned from your sin, God does not want you to continue to feel guilty because Jesus said the truth sets us free. And um, actually, there can be a reason why, even a, a different reason, why we would continue to feel guilty. In uh, Revelation 12, verse 10, the Bible says the accuser of Christians accuses them before God day and night. But my point is, at times, we have an enemy of God who wants us to continue to feel guilty when we're not. Are you struggling with a difficult life issue? Maybe it's a family problem, a private struggle, or something in your past you've never resolved. The good news is you're not alone. Sometimes we need to talk things through with someone who will listen to our story and help make sense of what we're experiencing. For more than 20 years on Hope in the Night, June Hunt has listened to thousands of personal stories, heartaches and challenges from people like you, and provided compassionate counsel from God's Word. No matter what the issue is, family, marriage, anxiety, abuse, grief, or just the daily stresses of work and life, June would love to talk with you and share help and hope through God's Word. If you'd like to talk with June on Hope in the Night, give us a call at one 800 917 We'll protect your privacy, and sharing your story might bless someone else's life. Give us a call today at 1-800-917. That's 1-800-644-4817. The sound you're hearing is your generosity at work. That's our folding machine preparing hundreds of our short biblical resources to send to prisoners around the country. 
Hi, I'm Curtis Hale, president of Hope for the Heart. I want to say thank you for your prayers and financial support of our ministry. Thanks to your generosity, we've been able to send thousands of June Hunt's books and biblical resources to prisoners in Texas and to Rikers Island in New York City. These practical resources are pointing inmates to the hope of God's Word on issues like anger, abuse, depression, loneliness, salvation, and more. They are truly changing lives, and this is all possible because of generous friends like you. If you would like to help send more life-changing biblical resources to prisons around the country, you can give online today at hopefortheheart.org forward slash give hope. That's hopefortheheart.org forward slash give hope. Welcome back to Hope in the Night. I'm Jeff Oliver. We want to help you, and we want to help you help others. So if you have any questions or concerns about any of the topics uh, here on the program tonight, you can call our customer support team at 800-488-HOPE. They're available Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central Time, and they can, uh, can help you access the right resources that you need, whatever would help you the most, or to help you help someone else. If you uh, get asked questions often, you're uh, working with someone, uh, talking with someone who's struggling with something in their life, maybe you'll get a resource for them that would help them as well. The number for customer support is 800-488-HOPE. That's 800-488-4673. When you call, you might mention a uh, 31-day devotional that we have that actually we give to each night's caller. And uh, we send send one of those out for, uh, for each call that we have uh, on the program here. And that's called the Seeing Yourself Through God's Eyes. Again, 31 days. It just works through two or three pages at a time that you can uh, go through that and really see what uh, God's heart is for you and how he sees you. It's a very important study, great resource for you to have there. Again, the number is 800-488-HOPE. Ask for the devotional seeing yourself through God's eyes. Let's get to a caller for tonight. And returning to us this evening, we have Marie. Well, I am so glad that we get to talk with each other again. Uh, Marie, it's just been a few days ago that that you called, and uh, my heart was truly touched by your what you what you shared with me and my concern for you. Um, so I'm just saying, welcome back. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Well, you you shared, well, I'm, I'm wanting us to be together again because you were experiencing what to many people would be very uh, disconcerting. Um, I'm, I'm calling this manif- manifested uh, something. There's some physical jolts to the body. Even in your hair, I'm, I'm repeating, I just wrote these words down uh, from our conversation last time. There's chronic pain, um, um, even s- smelling something that you shouldn't be smelling at that point, even though it, it's like perfume. It was just, this was a one-time occurrence. Why, how, how could you be smelling this? Um that that which is would be considered minor to even 
as though, well, well, rubbing of the breasts. Um, and, by the way, you definitely are not the first person to um, describe um, something that happens physically that is unknown. Why is this going on? And yeah. it, it was you, even the other night, um, moving of my limbs after I spoke with you, um, trying to move my arm while I was asleep. Um, almost could feel, you know, a body or sensation of a form um, above me, but not see anything. It, it, it's just unbelievable. Mm. Um, while I was laying in my bed, there's also shaking of my bed uh, yes. while I lay in bed. Um, just, just whatever to. Um, Irritate, but one thing I will say, uh, God intervened. He intervened, and He's shown me repeatedly um, that when I'm experiencing this, if I pray to Him, mm-hmm. sometimes even, even just in my mind, just say, Jesus, I need you. Mm-hmm. You know, most often it'll stop. Um, but it, it comes back repeatedly, and that's what I don't understand. I know God yes. is with me. I know He's with me. He's been with me the whole time. And He's been, you know, placing limits on this, uh, mm-hmm. on this experience. And there's no doubt in my mind um, that it's hell, uh, that's from hell, that's the evil force. Um, but that God is placing limits on it. Um, I just don't know why, and I don't understand why it keeps coming back, um, and that's not stopped. Well, I can just say that when we talked the other day, I mentioned how helpful it has been when certain people, even you say the word Jesus, um, there are many times the activity stops, and I and I'm talking about that which would be considered spiritual warfare. Um, by the way, I'm very rational, I'm very logical, and I'm aware that what we're talking about is not in the natural. Um, when um, if it's been clear that there is something that is beyond the natural reaction, beyond the natural uh, physical things that go on in in our world, um, then I pay attention. And what I suggested that we do is what I'm um, prepared to do with you, we have something called an inventory, an inventory of occult involvement. And when I mentioned this to you, you you were very clear. You said in these past 16 months, uh, sorry, 16 years, uh, you were not opening yourself to demonic forces or occultic activities. And I said, 
I, th- I said, thank you for telling me. I said, but that's the 16 years um, at, and forward, but there was, there was time before that because I asked you your age and you said you were 50. And mm-hmm. so what I'm going to do, I, I believe this is appropriate, uh, and I'll, I want to qualify why. Why, why would we do this? Well, there are times when we can open the door to the occult, open the door to certain um, ungodly influences that can ensnare us. Um, in other words, you could witness something some evil practice that you would have known nothing about because I had shared with you the other day, I never heard, I had no idea. Well, first of all, I had no idea about the Bible. So once I understood that there is a Bible, I had a Bible, I possessed a Bible, never had opened it up. But I wasn't in a church where the Bible was read, or the Bible was studied. Um, And so I was biblically illiterate, and in my 20s I began to read certain scriptures, and I was stunned. I thought, I didn't know this was here. But these were uh, cautions. We were told not to participate in certain activities, And uh, I just was, I remember being, it was one of the most surprising things to me because I had dabbled a little bit, not, not, not seriously. I mean, like I had read um, some horoscopes and uh, which would deal with astrology, but I had no idea that there were scriptures against looking to the signs of the sky and making decisions based on those. Um, And I can promise you, I was very surprised. Now, I have not experienced what you're talking about. What I'm saying is, it is appropriate to renounce anything that could possibly um, have impact on us from years ago. The Bible even Can I says ask you it. one question? Of course. Just, just one question. So when I gave my life to Christ and I surrendered it 16 years ago, mm-hmm. did that not have affected renouncing anything prior to that? I Well, I know that what you did was the most important thing you could possibly do. This is what God calls us to do. Um, the Bible says, believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. Believe means to rely upon, to entrust our lives to Him. Believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and you will be saved. Um, so you were being faithful and you did exactly that yielding of your life. And and even since then, what you have described um has been seeking to learn about the Lord, learn from the Lord, 
and to yield yourself your whole life to him. And you you did ex- experience some changed life. And, and that that's what I, I oh, heard. Yeah. Is that correct? Okay. Yes, for sure. Well, no okay. doubt. And, and what is important is realizing that the power mentioned in the Bible to have impact that we can use is... Um, it, it, a lot of people think, I'm, I'm going to qualify this, some people think, well, what you have going on is, it. it's like some people talk about two dogs. You see two dogs. One is the good dog, one's the bad dog, and it, it's, it's a dog fight, and do, these two dogs are pulling against each other. Let's say it's even a rope, and um, it just depends on which is the stronger dog. No, that's not the picture at all of what is in the Bible. Uh, specifically, the Bible says, greater is he, and the he is, is Jesus. Greater is he that is in you than he that's in the world. And that would be, that's really referring to Satan. So that's a passage in 1 John 4. And it's imperative that you realize that he is our power source. All I can, what I want to to confirm to you is, yes, you do literally claim him um, and communicate, Lord, I, I want to do only what is in your will. And I'm, but my, my point is for you, for us to, to this evening is just to know that um, a strategy of the enemy of God can be if there if we've opened the door uh, of ungodly influences in in our lives, then when if there's something that appears in the supernatural that's negative. We can renounce it. Second Corinthians 4, 2 says, We have renounced secret and shameful ways, and we do not use deception, nor do we distort the Word of God. Do you ever struggle to believe that God loves you, that He accepts you, forgives you, and sees you as precious and beloved to Him? So many of us have a distorted image of God, that He is distant, disappointed, or doesn't care about what's going on in our lives. The truth is, God cares about you more than you believe. We want to encourage you to check out June Hunt's popular 31-day devotional, Seeing Yourself Through God's Eyes. You will gain biblical insight to help embrace the life-changing truth of the identity you have through your relationship with Jesus Christ. We give this devotional to every caller on Hope in the Night, and we give praise to God for how it has been used by Him to change so many lives for so many years. Get a copy of June Hunt's devotional, Seeing Yourself Through God's Eyes, for yourself or for a loved one, at junehunt.org. That's junehunt.org. We would love your prayers here at Hope for the Heart. Over and over in God's Word, the Lord encourages us to lift up one another in prayer. We are reminded in 2 Corinthians 1, 11, 
you help us by your prayers. So we want to encourage you to join the prayer team of June Hunt and the Ministry of Hope for the Heart. You can join the Hope for the Heart prayer team at hopefortheheart.org pray. When you sign up to join our prayer team, we will send you an email each month to keep you updated with the latest prayer needs of June Hunt and the Ministry of Hope for the Heart. Our prayer team is a great way to stay connected and support June and support the Hope of the Night broadcast. We are so grateful for your prayers and support of our listeners and friends like you who make this ministry possible. You can join our prayer team at hopefortheheart.org slash pray. That's hopefortheheart.org slash pray. And thank you for partnering with us in prayer. Welcome back. I'm Jeff Oliver. You are listening to Hope in the Night with June Hunt. We are a ministry of Hope for the Heart, and we'd like to thank you for your prayers and support of this ministry. Our customer support team can be reached at 800-488-HOPE. They're available Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central Time, and they'll help guide you to God's hope through our resources. Let me recommend to you one of our keys for living, and uh, that is called The Occult, Dispelling the Darkness. Again, The Occult, and you can uh, talk to customer support about that if that is a a helpful resource for you or or anything you might be going through, and they'd be happy to recommend something for you and get that ordered, get that into your hands. Their number, again, 800 488-H-O-P-E. That's 800-488-4673. If you would like to speak with June about a specific situation in your life on a future broadcast of Hope in the Night, give us a call at 800-Night-17. That's 800-N-I-G-H-T-1-7. And when you call, just leave a detailed message for us. We'll get back to you and uh, schedule you for an upcoming Hope in the Night. We'd love to talk to you about that. And uh, again, that number, 800 800- Night 17 Let's return now to our conversation with Marie. Well, sweet friend, um, your question is logical about coming to Christ. Uh, would that not cover everything? All I know is I read in the Bible that the Apostle Paul said we have renounced secret and shameful ways. So here is a man who is um, considered by some the greatest missionary in the world, the Apostle Paul. And if he needed to do this, then I believe that this can be helpful. By the way, all we're going to do, I'm just going to ask you, and I have a list in front of me of our inventory. It's in our material on the occult. We also have it under spiritual warfare. But the point is, um, it's just you, I, I will ask you, have you been exposed to, um, it? by the way, it's not something that you would have consciously um, done that that you were trying to be rebellious uh, all I'm asking is that I'm going to be making a check mark on a, a page that has to do with you um, where I will check all the occult uh, powers and practices in which you 
or involved, if if you if there are any. Okay. And okay. this is where supernatural power or knowledge was sought apart from the God of the Bible. And then through prayer, we will renounce any past involvement in them. And I'm not saying that this will take care of what you said. I just know many times it does. So, okay, that, okay thank you. And um, I'm for you 100%. I think. <laughs> thank you. Well, the, there's different categories. For example, there's something that can seem harmless. It's called superstition, and it's there's bad luck and good luck. With bad luck, it's assigning power to certain things, and then avoiding those certain things. And for example. Uh, I'll start right now. Have you ever um, felt that it was bad luck and therefore you avoided black cats and all you have to do is say no or yes? What about black cats? No. Okay. Okay. Breaking a mirror. Okay. Uh, the evil eye. No. The number 13. No. Walking under ladders. No. Okay. See, many people do those things. Oh, I can't walk under a ladder because it's, bla- it's bad luck. That they, it, It's just superstition, but it's assigning power. Okay, th- then some look at good luck. Like, they they think if they have an object, that has power. But it's assigning power to it and, in, and trusting in that power. Uh, four-leaf clovers. No. Horseshoes. No. Knocking on wood. Yes. Okay. Uh, rabbit's feet. Religious items. Some people have religious items in their cars, and they think that that will protect them from something bad. Mm-hmm. No. Okay. Okay, let's talk about fortune-telling, and this is called sometimes divination. So what, can, is, can, I, can I stop? So with the Bible, would that be, or a cross, wearing a cross around your neck, would that be the same? It's like religious items. But it, if you felt that it had power, assigning power to it, yeah, as opposed to... I probably uh, did. You, you, you think you did? Like okay. anointing oil, my hair with oil, especially during this time, yeah. I'm anointing my house, my walls, so yeah. Um, well, I'll, I'll mark that. We'll, we'll come back. Okay, um, there's something called this well, fortune telling. Uh, there are a number of, and see, people have, they put their confidence and faith in the practice instead of in the Lord Himself. And the Bible uh, warns against this. But uh, there's astrology or horoscopes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Years ago, before I got saved. Yep. 
think, yep, I, I know about that myself. Uh, automatic mm-hmm. writing or speaking in, in a trance? No. Tarot cards? No. Dream interpretation? No. Going to a fortune teller or soothsayer? Yes. When my grandmother died, I did. Okay. Before Uh, I got saved. Yes. Uh, There's a Chinese book of wisdom and divination uh, called uh, I Ching. No. Numerology, which is power in numbers. No. Palm reading. It's called palmistry, which is reading lines in the hand. Yes, it was before I got saved. Okay. Thank you. Um, Psychic games like the Ouija board and Magic 8-Ball. No. Okay. There's something called the rod and the pendulum, locating lost items or persons. um, No. Okay. Scrying means gazing into a crystal ball or water or mirrors. No. Shooting arrows and interpreting the flight. No. Casting lots, called sortilege, casting lots. Mm-hmm. No. Tea leaf readings. No. Uh, Something called water witching, which is using a divining rod to locate water. No. Okay. In the area of spiritism, there can be blasphemous or lustful or suicidal voices. What? Blasphemous or lustful? These are demonic. They're deceiving spirits. And somebody can be hearing. Uh, no. Okay. Channeling, which there can be a medium that channels um, what we call um, messages from the dark side. No. Familiar spirits, that means um, there are animals like. And they're like companion animals that are considered uh, supernatural. No. Psychometry means identifying a person through a particular object. No. Reincarnation or karma uh, or some regressive therapy. No. Have you been to seances or a seance where meetings are to receive spirit communication? No. Okay. Uh, Ghosts or apparitions or or manifestations? No. Uh, It's the next is um, Halloween in terms of the teaching that uh, began about there are spirits of the dead that wander on earth. It's believing and giving yourself to that. No. 
false theology. Okay. Materialism is a physical manifestation of a spirit. No. Okay. Necromancy is communicating with spirits of the dead. No. Sexual spirits. Just There's some kind of sexual contact with an unseen spirit. No. Shamanism has to do with ancestral spirits. No. I will pray to God to give my grandmother a message, but it, I don't believe in talking to the dead or any of it. Uh-huh. Okay, I'm going to mention... when we, Well, I'll tell you this. Um, I remember <clears throat> when my mom died, um, I had made sure everybody had time with her. And then all of a sudden I thought, oh, I didn't give uh, allocate any time for me with my mom. Not that there was anything that needed to be said. There was nothing unsaid. But um, I remember making a comment to a new friend, and she said, well, why don't you just tell Jesus what you would want to say? And I thought, is that biblical? I wonder if that's even right. And I thought, well, there's nothing wrong if I could ask him to communicate something. And uh, so I did. Now, that's not wrong. And I've checked it out with theologians, too. To, because I... Okay. But, but so I, I think that might be what you were trying to say. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, because because... Let me just tell you this. The Bible says in Ecclesiastes, the dead know nothing. And that's important because it's not like you can communicate directly like that. And so, okay, so are you saying that you did not do anything like that? No, I didn't do anything. Okay, I'm going to do one last one. They're called, it's called spirit guides or spirit imagery or spirit friends um, where uh, there are those that you look to to be guides that are, are not in the natural world no, no. okay we're going to come back and uh, do what is called magic and sorcery No matter what you're facing, there's hope. Sometimes it's hard to believe that. When we face challenges at home, work, in our family, or maybe a private struggle, it can be hard to see what God is doing. The good news is, you're not alone. If you're facing a difficult life issue, we'd love to help. Give us a call at 1-800-NIGHT-17 to talk with June Hunt on the Hope in the Night broadcast. You can talk with June about any issue, whether it's family, marriage, anxiety, anger, abuse, grief, or just the everyday stress of life. June would love to hear your story and work through it together with God's Word. The Bible says there is surely a future hope for you, and your hope will not be cut off. If you'd like to talk with June, give us a call at 1-800-NIGHT-17. That's 1-800-644-4817. Your story might bless someone else's life. The sound you're hearing is your generosity at work. 
That's our folding machine preparing hundreds of our short biblical resources to send to prisoners around the country. Hi, I'm Curtis Hale, president of Hope for the Heart. I want to say thank you for your prayers and financial support of our ministry. Thanks to your generosity, we've been able to send thousands of June Hunt's books and biblical resources to prisoners in Texas and to Rikers Island in New York City. These practical resources are pointing inmates to the hope of God's Word on issues like anger, abuse, depression, loneliness, salvation, and more. They are truly changing lives, and this is all possible because of generous friends like you. If you would like to help send more life-changing biblical resources to prisons around the country, you can give online today at hopefortheheart.org forward slash give hope. That's hopefortheheart.org forward slash give hope. You are listening to Hope in the Night with June Hunt. I'm Jeff Oliver, and we'll get back to our caller in just a moment. If you have any questions about tonight's topic or any number of topics, we have over 100 keys for living to help you address your situation. Call our customer support team at 800-488-HOPE. They're available Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central Time, and they can help you access the resources you need. We're recommending tonight the Keys for Living called The Occult, Dispelling the Darkness. And uh, that number is uh, for customer support is 800-488-HOPE. That's 800-488-4673. Also find resources at our website, hopefortheheart.org slash store. There you can find new updated Keys for Living. Also our Lifeline to Hope online training, as well as June's uh, many biblical resources. Music CDs are there as well. And you'll find it all at hopefortheheart.org slash store. Now back to our conversation with Marie. Well, sweetheart, you're doing great. Uh, Got a number of other things to ask about. Uh, Any involvement in New Age potions? Amulets, fetishes, idols, uh, these are objects of magic power or worship. No. Uh, Any uh, participating in any animal or human sacrifices? No. Astral projection? No. Did you engage in any blood packs or ceremonies? No. There's something called crystal power, candle power, pyramid power, incense power, any of those? No. There are cults that use the occult. No. There are curses, spells, chants, incantations used in sorcery. No. Cutting the body destructively. Yeah, uh, years ago. Okay. Uh, okay. That's no. We'll take care of that. Um, did you ever get involved in drinking blood or eating human flesh? No. no. Gyp- Okay, gypsy lore. No. Uh, Jewish mysticism, like the Kabbalah. No. There's a martial arts power that's not martial arts by itself, but 
believing it had a power source, a supernatural power source? No. Music exalting Satan or evil? No. Occultic games like Dungeons and Dragons or Quake, no. Bloody Mary, okay. Uh, something called Odinism, Satura, or sorry, uh, Satur True, uh, Pantheism, and Panantheism, any of those? No. Satanic folk religions like voodoo or hoodoo or santiero. No. Anything with Satanism, uh, satanic rituals or symbols? No. Good. Uh, secret religious ceremonies um, like Rosicrucianism, um, theosophy, Freemasonry. No. Okay. Tattoos of evil, Satanism, or the occult? No. Witchcraft, whether it's white or black magic? No. Then the last category would be supernatural phenomenon like um, a supernatural hearing that's called clairaudience. No. Clairvoyance, which is supernatural visions. No. Um, mental telepathy, trying to communicate thoughts without words. No. Precognition would be foreknowledge um, before something happens and you know it. No. Psychic surgery. No. ESP, which is extrasensory perception. No. There is a type of hypnosis where it's learning information through altered states of consciousness. No. Curlian effect, which means seeing different colors or auras around people. No. Levitation, literally lifting objects without touching them. No. Psychometry means identifying information uh, through holding worn clothes or used items. No. Telekinesis is moving objects by the mind. No. Visualization is literally visualizing something into reality. No. Okay. Uh, any kind of other ri religious rituals that you gave power to apart from the God of the Bible? No. Is there anything else that comes to mind that you want to mention? I just thought about when you were saying something about, you know, like, seeing something before it happens. Like, sometimes, you know, a long time ago, it felt like I would, you know, there would be situations where, you know, I would say, oh, God, it seems like I've experienced this before or dreamed about this or something like that, but I didn't give any power to it. And I just ignored it and went on, so I don't know. Okay. All right. Thank you. Thank you for mentioning that. 
You see, in regard to occultic practices, the Bible says anyone who does these things is detestable to the Lord. Uh, we must be blameless before the Lord. This is Deuteronomy 18, 12, and 13, because he get, tells us what not to do, e even though many times people are not aware of what the Bible actually teaches. But as a Christian, acknowledging our position in Christ, our relationship with Christ, and the presence of Christ within you can cancel all oppressive powers. So why don't we just pray together, and uh, may I lead you in a prayer of deliverance? Yes. Okay. By the way, I, I'm impressed that you seek to be absolutely yielded to the Lord. I sense that. I understand it. And uh, I respect you. I want you to hear that. Thank you. Thank you. Would you pray after me? Lord God. Lord God. Right now I bow only to your power. Right now I bow only to your power. Only to your authority. Only to your authority. I know at times I've been exposed to ungodly powers. I know at times I've been exposed to ungodly powers. And practices. And practices. Jesus, thank you for shedding your blood on the cross. Jesus, thank you for shedding your blood on the cross. To purchase my forgiveness. To purchase my forgiveness. Thank you for enabling me to become a child of God. Thank you for enabling me to become a child of God. Through your supernatural power. Through your supernatural power. I totally renounce. I totally renounce. Any influence that would not be pleasing to you. Any influence such as the belief of breaking a mirror could cause back bad luck. Such as the belief that breaking a mirror would cause bad luck. Knocking on wood would cause good luck. Knocking on wood could cause good luck. And even having certain religious items that I thought had power. Even having certain religious items that I thought had power. When all along you are the power source for my life. When all along you are the power source for my life. Not an item. Not an item. Lord, you know that at times I would read horoscopes. Lord, you know that at times I would read horoscopes. Instead, I would always want to look, uh, look to you for my future. Instead, I would always want to look to you for my future. So I renounce any impact of those horoscopes. So I renounce any impact of those horoscopes. 
or any influence of fortune tellers? Or any influence of fortune tellers? Any influence of uh, palm reading? Any influence of palm reading? And you know that I have cut uh, my body destructively? And you know that I cut my body destructively? I renounce any involvement that would be wrong in your eyes. I renounce any involvement that would be wrong in your eyes. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. That I am forgiven and set free. That I am forgiven and set free. In his powerful name I pray. In his powerful name I pray. Amen. Amen. I sense you were sincere praying that prayer. Is that right? Oh, yeah. How are you feeling right now? Um, I'm just, you know, thankful that I've done all I can do. Yes. And if there's something that in the future you know you need to do, then you do it. Uh, in fact, I'm going to be sending you our material. Uh, we call them keys, biblical counseling keys on the topic of the occult. The occult is um, basically seeking to find supernatural power or knowledge apart from the God of the Bible. And so this is just going to help you, and it'll help you in the future help others, because I sense that you really do want to be totally yielded to the Lord and you'll be used to help others so um, continue to pray and let, let the Lord know that you want to be sensitive to anything that he wants to bring to your memory dealing with the past but you have done what God wants you to do regarding these items and I'm very proud of you because he cares about you, he loves you, and you are truly forgiven and set free. You continue to hang on to hope. We will send our keys for a living called The Occult, Dispelling the Darkness. We'll send that out to tonight's caller, and we do that free of charge. That's because of your generous support of this ministry. If you'd like to give to keep those resources going out and to keep this program on the air, you may do so at hopefortheheart.org slash donate. We thank you for that. You may order resources for yourself at 800-488-HOPE anytime Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central Time. And our materials and recent programs are available at hopefortheheart.org. Also find our programs wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Until next time, for June Hunt, I'm Jeff Oliver saying you hang on to hope. The preceding program was pre-recorded. <laughs>